0: Welcome, everybody. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, and um, today we have a very special episode. Um, it's a very uh, fun uh, time we're going to have with uh, Mr. Andy Weir, uh, an author who's written such works as uh, The Martian. Um, Andy, thank you for for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, Can you uh, describe some of the works you've been working on lately? Uh, I've I've heard you you wrote a new book recently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Artemis, my second book, is available now in bookstores and uh, online retailers. Um, Yeah, Uh, Artemis takes place in uh, humanity's first uh, off-Earth city. It's a city on the moon, and the main character is a woman who's a small-time criminal, and she gets in way over her head.
0: Yeah, I've, uh, I've actually been enjoying, uh, reading it so far. Uh, I've been, I've been reading it on my travels and, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see where it takes me as it, as it reaches its conclusion. I remember when I read The Martian and I honest, honestly, it, it was the fastest I've ever finished a book. Um, <laughs> it was one of those experiences where I just, I couldn't put it down. And, uh, if it wasn't for how busy the, the, this holiday season has been, I think I would have been, on my second reading of the, of Artemis right now, um, oh wow,
1: well thanks,
0: yeah, um so with that, I wanted to just jump into the, some of the questions. Uh, I had a question as well as I had my my co-hosts who are normally on the program uh, they had prepared some questions as well they wanted to ask you. they're big fans of your works okay, sure um so one of the questions that I have is is somewhat related to Artemis um, I know with the Martian you you came at it uh, if and correct me if I'm wrong, you came at it with in a, in a direction where you were going from a worst case scenario like what would happen if you were stranded on on Mars is that correct
1: Yeah pretty much well I was I was designing a a, a manned mission to Mars not even for fiction purposes oh, okay. just for the hell of it and I wanted to make sure But the mission profile accounted for, okay, what if this breaks? What if that breaks? What do they do if this breaks? And if a bunch of things – if enough stuff breaks, then the uh, astronauts have to do these increasingly desperate things to survive. And I was like, oh, hey, this could make an interesting story. So I created an unfortunate protagonist (laughs) and uh, subjected him to all of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that was – so in in regards to that, did you find yourself with – artemis in a in a similar or in a much different sort of uh inspiration or, or where did you start with artemis did you have like a end goal that you worked backwards from or do you um, kind of have you been watching a lot of like heist and, and movies <laughs> like that and wanted to see where you could go with it or can you well i that? do love
1: i do love crime novels and heist stories and stuff like that um that's always been my uh, next to sci-fi you know that that basically crime and heist novels are my second favorite uh genre
0: oh great okay
1: um but no actually uh artemis started in kind of i guess a similar way to the martian where i was basically saying okay i want to design humanity's first non-earth city what would it look like what would it be like why would it exist you know mm-hmm. what 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 are the economics behind it okay yeah. now now and i worked that out and then i'm like okay how do you build it like um you know w- what is it made of how do you do all that and so i was designing artemis and then i I I finished basically. I, I figured out like okay, here's how the city would work, and here's how everything would work. Now I should make a story that takes place there. <laughs> so I I'd, I'd finished making the whole setting before I came up with any characters or plot.
0: Wow, okay, and I, I, that really came across in the very beginnings of the of the novel. I you kind of just describe the world and like how it's it's running and functioning, and that was part of the captivating part for me. It was just like, what is this and and you go into every everything and everything I couldn't even think of of like h- what factors to consider. Um, mm. that was fun. That's interesting. Uh, what would you say or are, are, were contrasting like did you uh, approach did you did you go into any favorite works of, of like Noir and detective storytelling that you drew inspiration from or
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say the biggest inspiration for Artemis was or for the plot that I ended up coming up with was the movie Chinatown.
0: Oh, okay. um, that's a
1: good one. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies ever and it's a, you know, it's a noir detective novel or sorry, noir detective movie. Mm-hmm. And um basically uh Artemis and Chinatown are similar in that they're both about but, I mean don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Artemis is as good as Chinatown. I'm just <laughs> saying that the concepts are similar in that they're both um they both revolve around the ugly stuff that happens under the hood in order for a city to grow. Right. It's basically like in Chinatown LA was as much a character as as any of the people in it right and in Artemis it's the same for Artemis and um in both cases like regardless of how you know for some people things went badly and and for other people things went you know great but but whatever in the end the city prospers like mm-hmm. And you get the feeling that it was always going to, like that this was an inevitability. In Chinatown, it was like one way or another that water has to end up in the city of L.A. Mm. And um, uh, for anyone who hasn't watched Chinatown, I highly recommend it. By the yeah, way, yeah, it's a
0: fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, so I have a one of my uh, colleagues had this question for you. Um, I know, I, you know, going through some of your past works, you've done short novels, you've done some, you did the, the fanfic story, uh, Lacero for the Ready Player One. That was one of my favorite. Like, I didn't hear, know about that until they, my, my two co-hosts told me about it. And I, Uh it was, it was so much fun to read. Um, Oh, it's,
1: it's, it, it was, it's the, the the dream of all fanfic authors. In that, I, I wrote a fanfiction, and then the author Ernie Klein canonized it. Yeah. So yeah. he said,
0: "Like this is canon," and I'm like, <laughs> "It is the dream." Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> like, the, yeah, exactly. Um, did you? So you wrote it before even get, ever being in contact with him, or were you guys friends, or how did that? Uh, uh
1: we were. I I, I mean, I was already fairly well known for The Martian, mm-hmm. and so. I um I read Ready Player One and I loved it and I spoke effusively about it on Facebook <laughs> and social media and stuff like that. And I I emailed Ernie um, some fan mail basically. I said like, hey man, I I read your book. I just want to say I really loved it. And he replied and he's like, oh wow, thanks. I liked yours too. But <laughs> That's that was cool. like. We weren't. I mean, that was the extent of our relationship at that time. (laughs) Sure, sure.
0: And yeah, that that work was really cool. So, going back, you've written a number of other short stories. You've written some novels. You you have a like a science and mathematics engineering sort of background. Do you see yourself creatively going or interested in any other mediums like comic books or? I know you worked in video games a little bit um, on the development side. Do you see yourself maybe also doing like storytelling through those mediums as well or? Uh no, I
1: wouldn't like to do. I I am <laughs> I, I, you know I worked in the video game industry for a long time, and yeah. so the idea of going back into that does not appeal. <laughs> okay. What about any um, other but, any other um, sort of medium? Well, there's comic books. There's Cheshire Crossing, which is a comic that I wrote and drew. Um, and another. Uh, well, Casey and Andy was the main one. That was just a a, a thrice weekly webcomic that I did for many years. I, okay had about six uh, in fact i had exactly 666 strips of it
0: <laughs> did you stop there for for that purpose or well that's
1: about when i wanted to stop i i i got to the point where i wanted to stop and i decided to just hang in there until strip 666 because one of the characters in the comic is satan <laughs> oh actually. there
0: you go it's fitting huh?
1: but um but um uh then uh, there's cheshire crossing which was a um like a, a four issue a uh, comic book style comic that I made um, that it was about the adventures of Alice from Alice in Wonderland, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and Wendy from Peter Pan, oh. all together having adventures.
0: Wow, okay. So people yeah. should definitely check that out. It's it's out right. It's out and available. But well, you can
1: find you can find my crappy art online um, that I drew back in the day. And I'm a, I'm a terrible artist by the way, fair warning. But um, you can also find um, on Tapas Media. Um, they released uh, the version that uh, Sarah Anderson of Sarah's Scribbles Fame um, redrew the comic and okay. um, and and used mine as uh, use my comic as basically the script and that's really cool. It's not like she did it you know just for the hell of it. I mean this was like <laughs> you know this is a project we did together. Right, did. right.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. So you've done a lot of variety. Like how is that? Do you do you oh, just- and I've
1: done TV and stuff too. You know so.
0: Is there any other? Do you find that you want to do more in any of these? Um, like, do you see yourself uh, potentially doing Artemis as a film at some point, or a, TV, a miniseries mini series, or something?
1: Well, Twentieth um, Century Fox has bought the film rights to Artemis, okay. and it's their features depart their features division has bought it. Okay. So that means it'll either be made into a movie or or it won't. But it'll never be made into a TV show. Okay. Um, because that's not how things work. I mean, Fox. Yeah. Technically, you know, Fox owns it, and they could decide to make a TV show instead. But they're very, very different parts of the organization, you know. Oh. Yep. So anyway, um, uh, if they make a movie, I would, of course, be happy to be a resource to you know, to you know, be a technical resource or give whatever advice or help them in any way they want. But usually, the author of a book has very little to do with a movie or film adaptation, you know. Okay, it's, usually the author of the book is just sort of an excited observer peeking. <laughs> through the window. <laughs> well, it's cool
0: that you uh as soon as the the Artemis was available, you also had the audiobook and you had some really cool uh narrators involved. Do uh, you want to talk well, about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, the the lovely and talented Rosario Dawson is the narrator for the Artemis audiobook and she does just a bang up fantastic job and That's awesome. uh yeah, she's a uh, for anyone listening who doesn't already know who she is. She's an actress. She's been in all sorts of stuff. She's in most of the uh, Marvel um, Netflix stuff. Right.
0: She was in that. Uh, she's in Sin City, tons of other works City. as well, yep. clerks and stuff. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, next question I have for you is from my other host, uh, Daniel Jang. So he really appre- – like one of his favorite things about The Martian was how practical, how everything was grounded in reality. In in a lot of ways. And um, I know like Neil deGrasse Tyson spoke highly of like how how the movie and, and the novel, you know, kind of like go into that. Do you personally have any sort of works of fiction that you appreciate that of, of like how how possible it could be?
1: Yeah, you know, it's kind of frustrating to me because there isn't a lot of hard sci-fi out there these days. I mean, there has been in the past, like um, Larry Niven's uh, stuff is – I think the only conceit that Larry Niven did was he made – he made There's Faster Than Light Travel in his known space novels. Um, But other than that, everything else is basically – you know real it's all real physics real science real everything Mm. uh in the more kind of more recent era there's um well of course i mean i guess arguably ready player one is 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 i mean there's nothing there's nothing in there that couldn't be done all that technology is doable um
0: i mean you see nowadays with all these vr headsets and everything it's become like more and more like that the oasis mm -hmm. could happen
1: (laughs) yeah exactly although ready player one is more of a uh I mean, it is science fiction, but it's more dystopian future right. fiction kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, w- one, one thing I did like a lot was uh, Ben Bova's Mars, mm. um, just Mars by Ben Bova. And it's about the first manned mission to Mars and things go wrong, but not as wrong as they go in the Martian, you know. <laughs> but... Um, it was uh, I liked it because uh, it, there was certainly some unrealistic stuff in there that that I was like okay you know the you know this is of questionable science you know but but one thing that I loved in term there was this one thing where they were all getting sick everyone everyone who was on the surface mm-hmm. was getting sick and they were like oh my god have we like contracted a pathogen from Mars or something like that and. Wow. And uh I I won't give any spoilers, but they just keep getting sicker and sicker and the resolution turns out to be just awesome. It's ah. this it's a very, very uh good hard sci fi solution. I, I thought okay. it was it, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta check
0: that out. Ben Ben yeah. uh what was his last name? Ben
1: Bova, B O V A.
0: B O Mars. I'll have to check that out after I read Artemis. Yeah. Um so those those were the main questions we had for you. We have okay. a few very quick, uh, kind of like, we, we were doing our best to draw inspiration from James Lipton and try to think of sort of a quick round of questions we could ask uh, people. Usually it would be in the nerdier realms. So I have, <laughs> I have just a handful of questions for you. We're still working on it. The um, lightning round? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the lightning round. Um, would you say you're a Doctor Who fan? Yes, I would. <laughs> a
1: huge Doctor Who fan. Okay,
0: cool. Uh, if you were the Doctor, would you, mm. who would you say, if you had to pick a companion, if it was your choice, who would your companion be?
1: Uh, probably Romana. Um, She was a companion of the fourth Doctors. And uh, she is another Time Lord. And so she's extremely knowledgeable. She can fly the TARDIS. She's a genius. Um, She's the one most likely to be able to get you out of trouble.
0: Okay. That's a, that's a, I like that. Um, if you were a student at Hogwarts, which house do you see the Sorting Hat putting you in?
1: Me? Yes. Hmm. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that they're a Gryffindor, but I would probably be a Hufflepuff.
0: <laughs> hey, there we go. I'm a I'm a Hufflepuff <laughs> as well. According to the Sorting, uh, I think it was the Pottermore, the the sorting Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then uh, one more question would be, uh, what what are you reading right now?
1: Uh, right this moment, I am reading uh, "Gone Tomorrow" by Lee Child. That just okay. hap- happens to be what I'm reading at the moment. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. Well, uh, this, that's that's all the questions I have for you today, Andy. Uh, thank you for joining me. Where can if if uh, fans want to follow you or look into what you're working on, where can they find you?
1: Um, they can find me at well, there's uh dot Um, I, I don't do that much there. Mainly, uh, they'd want to go to my Facebook, which is just Andy Weir or my Twitter, which is at Andy Weir author
0: okay great and you got Artemis out right now uh, available Artemis is in, out right in, now in, hard, in physical copy, digital copy you got what audiobooks as well with Reserve Dawson mm-hmm. um, great well uh, thank you for, for joining us today Andy it's been Thanks more than for a that. pleasure for, to have you on board and I'm very excited to finish Artemis and, and rave about it after <laughs> cool
1: well I hope you like the rest of it thank you thank you, <laughs> thank, you. thank
0: you everyone uh, on the weekly DLC for coming and uh, we'll catch you next time